Sweet Quiche. It's the IGN UK podcast. I'm not going to do that every week. No. Uh, no. no. Uh, Joe, it's your fault. It's not got the staying power. No. It's a throwaway joke, but enough Flaky, people... Flaky, like the pastry it's contained in. Ugh. Oh, I thought that's what I thought that was your new uh, intro. Flaky like the pastry. It's the IGN UK <laughs> podcast. We're never flaky. We never miss a week. Even when there's tidal waves of work to crash through, we never miss a week. You say Apart from the other week when the podcast was mass- massively delayed. It wasn't delayed. It appeared in some places. We, <laughs> I mean, three it was times. recorded in time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, people eventually could listen to it. Um, yeah. I mean,. That's what you're going to get from this podcast is effort, at least. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, this week, what we're going to do is a, we're going to do another one of those, like, build a game workshops. But this one's different. Mm. We're not building a game. This we're one's building... a copyright nightmare. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this one will, uh, yeah, we'll have to dance around a lot of strikes. We'll be fine. It doesn't get on YouTube. We'll be safe. Um, we're going to build our own game, OSTs. Um which is music, if you're, <laughs> if you're into that. Um, how are we going to do this? Well, what we're going to do is we have how many categories? Eight categories, which we'll get to in a bit. But first, why don't we actually talk about why we're doing this? Yeah. Um, the proms. If you're from Britain, you probably know what the proms are. If you're not, it's these big, fancy, month-long orchestral concerts. <laughs> have either uh, of you ever been to a prom? No. no, me and me and Dale did go to the Royal Albert Hall to see PlayStation music. Though. Oh, so yeah. we basically went to something similar. Mm. That was uh, good. Yeah, that was yeah, really it was real good. I've been um, to one with like contemporary classical music, ooh. which is great because it's just dudes like hitting stuff half the time. <laughs> you just go to Stomp. Yeah, I went to Stomp in the Royal Albert Hall. Um, stomp prom. Yeah, um, they're just they're beautiful classical music concerts in rarefied atmospheres. Exactly for the people, and they started. Do you know this, Joe? Do you know this fact? Yeah, I told you this fact. 1895. <laughs> I don't think you know this fact. 1895 uh, was the first ever prom. But more significantly, this year, and in fact this week, was the first ever video games prom, um, where they played lots of different video game music. Um, it actually happened on Monday night, mm. but they're broadcasting it on the BBC, if you have access to that, tonight, which is thri- uh, Friday the 5th of August. Friday. And it's- Friday. <laughs> and it'll be available when I play it. I'm not... Uh, yeah, and I play it. I don't, I'm not advertising the proms or BBC here, but yeah, it's probably a fun thing to. to check out. I've got f- yeah. my t- two of my friends are presenting it, which is insane. Oh, Stephen oh yeah, Powell, I forgot. Yes. Uh, of the BBC, and Louise Blaine, ex-colleague of mine. That's mm-hmm. wild that two That's people me. I know are getting to present the proms. And frankly, why am I not presenting the proms? I watch the ones where people hit stuff. Get exactly. me on and the why proms. Isn't, why hasn't Stefan asked us? We've won Warzone games with him and he doesn't even invite us to the proms. Absolutely. Piss take. Piss take, yeah. Ridiculous. I hate the proms now. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I hate Steph. No, <laughs> no Steph's all right. Good lad. Um, but yeah. Check that out if you're into it. It's probably quite fun. I haven't watched it yet. I can't guarantee it's good, but I imagine it's very good. I looked at the track list. There's some great ones there. And um, I don't want to say something because maybe some of them might hint at what I want to pick in this uh, upcoming Builder Music workshop thing we're doing. Um, What do you you guys, without giving away some of Mm. what you might be uh, thinking of taking, like, what do you look for in a video game soundtrack? Because it kind of. It's a bit of a weird question, isn't it? Because it's, it's whatever fits the game. <laughs> I was saying this earlier. Like, I think the measure of a good gaming soundtrack, because frankly, a lot of my gaming is done to podcasts. Like, I just mm. I listen to other stuff. I kind of 
I would disrespect the game makers, frankly. Um, uh, and it's really, if it can make me not want to listen to something else, that's when I'm like, they've done a good job. If I'm going away, like humming something or singing something, then mm-hmm. they've smashed it. And frankly, yeah. like, honestly, I don't listen to a great deal of gaming soundtracks outside of the games themselves. Uh, but when I do, I know I've, like, I've bought a few on vinyl where I'm like, that is these are the tip top for me i i definitely have like a dozen or so that are in rotation if i'm doing like a long bit of writing or mm. something like if i like to stick it on especially if it's a similar game or if it's like for example like when i was writing my horizon forbidden west review i just had the horizon zero dawn score on just to just to inspire me i genuinely oh. cannot remember a note of that I know, right? really yeah. that Generic is an incredible i'm not saying i'm picking it later <laughs> but aloy's theme is is one of my very favorite bits of game music. does it is it like pan pipes or that is it going no, it's that. <laughs> very orchestral isn't it it's It's amazing um i don't ever like listen to like full game soundtracks but i listen to tons of game music but they're usually Mm. music that not necessarily like like i love at the moment but they remind me of emotional moments or remind me Mm -hmm. of scenes and certain moments of my life as well of like when i was enjoying that game and how invested i was and i regularly go back and i think back to that time and it's like so the emotional like resonance of some of these songs are most of the ones that stand out to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Like, I feel like we're going to go through what cats we've got, but like battle themes are a big one. I think that stick in the brain because oh, yeah, they normally yeah. like tense moments, and normally, yeah, you hear them a lot because either you fail the battles <laughs> or there's just lots of battles in the games. Um, and then there's just also your license track. There's just great choices of music in games as well. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure we'll bring these up. You know, there's like there's things like you know the Tony Hawk's games wouldn't be half as good without the soundtracks they had in those games. No. Probably the other I interesting mean, thing about license tracks is that. They can be tracks you don't would never actually listen to, but because they work so well. Like the one that really sticks out to me is the Ashtray Maze and Control, which is an amazing oh, section. Yeah. But that song, if I listened to that in any other context, I would think it's absolute bollocks. Yeah. Um, but something about it place, being placed within that scene makes it so good. Um, it's just mm-hmm. it's an amazing like choice for that section. Yeah, I suppose it's similar to film soundtracks in a way, isn't it? Like I occasionally put on film soundtracks, but like. For example, I don't know, one of my favourite films, Boogie Nights. Like, just the f- songs they pick are perfect. Half of them on their own, I don't listen to or don't think they're great yeah. songs, but in those moments, they're just, like, absolutely mm. perfect. In video games, though, it's like they have the power, you know, a licensed track list has the power to, like, inform a generation as well of, like, kids mm-hmm. growing up that music that they never might have like mm-hmm. heard or even been approached like had in their face and now all of a sudden while they're playing this game they're just being presented this music that they can go back into back exactly. catalogues and learn about artists uh, and with, unfortunately as we've learned from uh stranger things you're not actually allowed to learn about music you've oh, no, 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 no. For. unless you were there at the <laughs> time unless, you, unless yeah, yeah. you watch them unless you times it. live <laughs> exactly you can't you can't like it um and now like yeah kind of like i mean it hasn't happened that recently but in the last 10 15 years we've actually got to a place where game music is at the level of film music and can just be put into games like you know there's not many other like films weren't restricted in the 70s by only having midi scores or stuff like yeah. in you know for a, like a good 20 years you were restricted by what you could put in a game well, so and, and that actually that you know out of necessity you got some absolutely minimalist iconic things like the super mario score is ingrained in people's mind it's also but, an absolute you know, banger oh it's so good the dungeon yeah. music the that's literally never left my head for 30 <laughs> yeah. years um mm-hmm. and like it's shown actually by these 
these problems, we were just talking about it before. We were slightly making fun of the fact that among... Because we're not going to pick this one, so it's fine. We were slightly make, making fun of the fact that uh, among all these amazing tracks at the proms, there is a selection from Battlefield 2042, <laughs> which does sound a little out of place. But it was helped put together by uh, Hilda Gudnadottir, who... Mm-hmm. Uh, good you, pronunciation. Thank you. I tried. I don't actually know if it's correct. No, it um, sounded good though. <laughs> uh, who is? Did you? Is she Oscar winning? Or Oscar oh yeah, she won nominated. for Joker. Yes, and and she did Chernobyl as well. Yeah, Ooh. which is you know like just the level of people we're getting into games now. And obviously, yeah. this isn't to say nothing of the fact that there are incredible composers in games already. Yeah, but it's kind of a, it's telling that you've got that that move towards gaming now which is exactly get johnny greenwood to score again that's what we want can you imagine how horrible alan wake 2 with johnny greenwood (sighs) we were talking about johnny greenwood the other day being his favorite game of all time is eco imagine if he did the new uh for me to a game that would be the best Oh, let's pitch it. Let's get it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's excited. Um, before, Joe, before Joe gets too excited, hmm. why don't we get started on this? Because sometimes these can last a while. We don't know how long they're going to last. Um, I will actually, you know, I, I meant to say this before the podcast, but I'm saying it now. After you say what uh, track you're picking, just leave a leave a beat for me so I can actually insert a few <laughs> yeah, seconds yeah, of yeah. it. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. A little peek behind the audio. Then, you might have um, to do some edit points where we actually play sections of these to each other over screen share. Just so you can remember it would, what it Otherwise it would be such a useless <laughs> exercise for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely a couple that? on my list where I'm like, yeah, exactly. I'm going to need to share these with you guys. <laughs> Fair enough. No, we can do that. Um, right, let's go through the categories first so mm. people know what we're going to be picking from. It's going to be the same as how we do it usually as well. If one person picks a game then no one else can pick that game for any other category. So you can't even have mul- you know you can't have multiple tracks from the same game. You can only pick one track from that game. There is an exception, but we'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a menu theme is one of the categories. Then we have a battle theme. Third is a characters theme. Four is an exploration slash map theme. Five is any orchestral piece. Six is any rock slash pop slash electronic piece. Seventh is a whole game's licensed track list. I know Joe has some issues with this. Well, I just I'm think into it's it. mad. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we're doing it. Um, and we will you, you pick one from that track list yep. as well that you know you want to highlight. Um, yeah. And then eight, I've listed Saucy Banger. We have to have some sauce in there somewhere. And that's basically just anything you want, a wild card. I'm really saucy worried. Saucy Banger. I'm really worried because I've got a Saucy Banger that I think is so good. But I'm, I do think Dale might pick the same one. Um, oh, even though it's a wild card, but I'm not sure. I've I've, I've definitely earmarked a few from other categories to be like, if this doesn't get through mm. on this category, it's definitely going into okay, the Okay, maybe you haven't section. picked this one then, because this does not fit into any other category okay. on it. I have, got, uh, I have got a couple in there already, but okay. I don't okay. think you'll have them. I don't know. Mm. Who knows? We'll find out. We will. Um, Joe. Yeah. You know, I'm going to ask. If I've got, got the Wheel of Names. names. <laughs> Wheelofnames.com. Sponsor us, Wheelofnames.com, because we use you. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to spin it now. You won't be able to tell, but I promise I'm not fudging these. Uh, we're going snake style, aren't we? So one, two, three, yeah, three, two, yeah. one. I'm spinning. There we go. Please be me first for once. Really? I don't. I don't need first. I don't know what I'd go for. I feel like third is the best to start with. Well, unfortunately, Dale, you're first. So enjoy yourself. <laughs> uh, right. Followed by. Jigga, 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 jigga. I'm doing the noise that it makes. 
Icardi's second. Mm, Joey's okay. grabs third. I don't get any double picks. No dubs. Right. Uh, I think... Me a <clears throat> I really, I think I'm really, to... really didn't want to go third. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> what a swap now. <laughs> there's think... one thing on here where I'm basically fucked if you pick it, for reasons I'll explain in a bit. Okay. Oh. Is it the Cuphead theme? I know oh, you no. love that one. <laughs> the Cuphead theme is nowhere fucking near this <laughs> yeah. list. That is psychic trauma for me at this point. Right. I think I'm going to have to take a big one off the board first. It's, one that I, it's probably the one that I'm worried about the most that everyone else might have. So let's go for it. It's the orchestral piece. Interesting. Ooh. And my orchestral piece is The Blades of Chaos from God of War. Oh, oh do you know what? Mine. I did not have it. So oh shit! Okay, go. I really thought everyone would. I have basically that. got two or three options for every one, and like, it's one of those where don't get me wrong, I love the God of War music, but it was mm. never in the top three for any of those, so yeah. it's just missed out for me. But why? Why do you love this bit? Uh, again, like what I mentioned earlier about this emotion, it was the like when I think of God of War, the twenty eighteen was it twenty eighteen mm-hmm. uh, game. The the first thing that comes to mind every time is that scene when he gets the blades of chaos and that huge rise, the tension, and then like that, and then you've seen that behind the scenes video of them recording that mm-hmm. as well with the huge like choir of the mm-hmm. oh, it's, it's super powerful, and, and, and it's the first thing that comes to mind when I think of an orchestral piece. To be honest, I have a couple of others, but it's, yeah, I thought yeah. I'd go big. I so oh, it's great. I I needed to start. Uh, just I have it on in the background now, and as suit literally the first note, I was like, "Oh yeah, it's this one." Yeah, um, just like <laughs> such an unbelievably evocative bit of music, and such a big part of f- making that God of War game feel like a grown-up game. You know, yes. like it's so easy to forget at this point that pre that game, God of War was the stupid game where, like, you know, you ripped up harpies with tits and yeah, now it's like bashing sequences of having threesomes and yeah stuff. and it now it's ridiculous. like this really heartfelt meaningful like big action story and this yeah. music encompasses that so well it's but that so scene cool. also even serves that legacy as well yeah, exactly. it's like a, we're feeling like we've abandoned the legacy but like in the all the pre-marketing material mm-hmm. it felt like this was like a new version of it just creates continue but then it showed you that it was all connected and and, yeah. But they did it in such a grown-up way as they, well. But. They did such a good job at keeping that secret. And you know what? Good job to all the reviewers and embargo people as well, because no one spoiled that nope. as well. Like Even when I played it, what I must have got to that a couple of weeks, a week or so after release, still didn't know that mm-hmm. was happening. So, yeah. yeah. Well done to everyone. Let's carry that on. Why don't we? <laughs> let's take <laughs> that attitude into the future. Uh, it's a good first pick. It's strong. Very meaty. strong. Meaty. Um, it's Huge. me next, isn't it? Ah... <laughs> See, there's, there's. I say this famous last words. There's not actually many here that I am worried other people are going to take. <clears throat> there's a couple that I. I'm also going to take my orchestral piece. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is whenever anyone asks me like, what is my favourite video game score? This is always in the conversation, like in the top three, and I'm gonna take. Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, okay. And this specific track I'm going to pick is Revived Power. Mm. 
this piece of music is just phenomenal. This is one of the ones uh, that when me and Dale went to the PlayStation concert, they played, and like this was the highlight for me. Just unbelievable piece of music. And I know you recently actually played The Last Guardian, Joe, which does also have good music, but just never quite hits what the Sh- what Shadow of the Colossus had, which for me is just, yeah, like I said, an all-time score. Just like this playing as you're going up against just ridiculously sized enemies. Like, it's just... I play. I do think the remake is better than the original for some obvious reasons, but like even back then, like just this music and that was just like, I think the first time really, I felt like wow, like games can have sit like can be truly cinematic like mm. a film and like yeah, unbelievable stuff. The interesting thing I say about this is like orchestral music, um, like across the board, tend tends to have. It's sort of it can always suit the situation and feel like it fits, but be unmemorable a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Like yes. for example, I don't know, Justice League. I bet you that has loads of orchestral music in it. Can't tell you a single bit of it. Mm. Whereas this, as soon as I heard the first beats, it was memorable. It immediately came back mm-hmm. to me, which makes it you know a standout piece of orchestral. Well, it's got so like it's so melody forward as well. Like it's this yeah. isn't texture. This is this mm-hmm. is someone like chuck in melody at your face yeah. while you're climbing this <laughs> stuff like it really like it gets across the the scale and the scope of those of those fights mm-hmm. oh, it's so good incredible yeah <laughs> so good joe you've got two picks now you take control of this i've got i've got my pick right so <laughs> i have a philosophy for this one which is i am actually going to be trying and making a soundtrack that all sounds good together. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm just picking things no, I, I like. Like, and I think it's. I think it's totally, totally fair to mm. to come into this as like a best of. But I genuinely wanted to make something where I think you could probably put this together as a Spotify playlist, and it would genuinely sound good. Right. Okay. That's a, should we do that afterwards? Put a Spotify playlist together of our picks. The problem is that a lot of these things aren't on Spotify. We might have to do a YouTube uh, playlist. Yeah. Um, mm. but we could do that. Um, with so. What I've gone for is uh, electronic, but trying to avoid like straight chip tune, like okay. good electronic music. And as a result, the only choice in licensed track list is Hotline Miami. Fuck oh, okay. Hotline Miami is, uh, there are uh, incredible jukebox soundtracks, which you two will definitely have as we go through this. But Hotline Miami created a licensed track list that is that sounds like an actual game soundtrack. It all fits and everything feels correct to that game. Um, the track I would play is uh, Hydrogen by Moon. Yes, mate. That's what yeah. I had on my list. It's the one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had that for the rock pop electronic piece, but yeah, I, that one. I had absolutely. this is my battle music for a bit, and then yeah. and then went, no, mm-hmm. if we're doing a full track list, I'm getting all of this. That song, which you have just heard probably, is mm-hmm. like, it is the sound of fucking straight up murdering dudes in Hotline Miami. <laughs> like it has the pulse of that game yes. just like pushing you through every single mm-hmm. thing. And what I love is that track list flips itself constantly from those moments of like weird drug induced like hazy stuff like that literally the title screen is the music to me. I, the visuals work but the, that I can't yeah. remember what that song is called off the top of my head. Um and then going into one of those levels, entering the door, and one of these fucking tracks kicking off, and just absolutely like pushing you through those that high score chase. It's I, I just think it's the best put together licensed track list 
for the, for a, for the purposes of a game's like mechanics that I can ever think of, and okay. it's, it's just it's, incredible. It's a game you can't play without the music. Like no. I can't imagine mm-hmm. playing that game without the music, I mean, and, and that's like, why that girl in the Last of Us Part Two died because she had her earphones and she could <laughs> not not listen to the music. Yeah. It's and it's like <laughs> the track you mentioned, Hydrogen, is like it's so in tune with the gameplay, it's so rhythmic. It like mm. it, like I said, it feeds you. It almost feeds your. It makes you want to fire bullets in time with the beat so <laughs> yeah. much. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, so it, good. it's fantastic. Yeah, it ter- oh, so it turns good. an action game into a rhythm game. Like, and yeah. that's the best the best quality you can give to music in a game. Like, it is mm-hmm. forcing you to play differently. It's unbelievable. It's uh, a good choice. And you've got two. another one. I do. This one, I'm taking. Oh, which one do I go for? Okay, I'm going for character theme. Oh. This is the only one where I'm going against my own feeling of, like, I'm picking stuff that I fucking love. Like, I don't necessarily absolutely love this song, but I think it is. It's the encapsulation of a character theme. Street Fighter 2, Guile's theme. This song has become a meme, and it's a meme because, like, it's just... It's just this amazing, like, weird, joyful, um, the fucking US dude on an aircraft carrier. I'm going to beat the shit out of you and have a lovely time doing it. It's so much fun. Like, it's just an amazingly happy track, considering it's about, like, battering people. You would expect it to be, like, like chunky. Well, I know it wouldn't have been actual orchestra or, like, recorded music on the snares, but... Uh, it was SNES, wasn't it? Street Fighter yeah. 2? Yeah. yeah. Um, you're not going to get that sound, but they would have been going for like fake rock riffs in any normal opportunity to make a soundtrack for this kind of game. But something about Guile's theme is just like, no, we're just throwing this like weird riff at you for a bit. Yeah. Uh, and it's just amazingly good fun. It's lovely. Like Cardi mentioned earlier as well, like it, it's from a, a period with technical limitations, you know, like... Mm create barriers to creating truly iconic pieces of music where the only weapon you have to make something iconic is just being great construction and melody like mm-hmm. yeah te- like literally creating the best riffs yeah, you can't well. mask stuff of just like yeah other uh, other yeah. instruments basically it's also it's just completely transcended the game as well like guile's mm-hmm. theme in among some quarters will be more famous than street fighter 2 like mm-hmm. it's it's such a good bit of music uh for yeah. funny and for good reasons Ah, it's a great pick. Fantastic stuff. I see you all. Yeah, I can already see that coming together, Hotline Miami and Yeah, Glass. to be I fair, it's, it's, a, it's a little happier than most of Hotline Miami, but there is yeah. there's there's it a can, running it could there's work. a feel. Mm-hmm. Um right, I get a pick before Dale gets two. And because Dale's got two coming, I'm gonna Uh-oh. I'm gonna do this because I'm worried he might have had a very similar thought process because I know me and Dale are both a particular fan of this one thing. Okay. Uh, and this one band. Uh, I honestly oh. don't know what you're talking about. Oh, really? I think I okay. know what it is. <laughs> For licensed track list, I'm going the Beatles rock band. Oh. <laughs> so, I didn't even think of that. Jesus. So I just get lots of Beatles songs. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And the one... What am I? Well, it's it's from a rock band <laughs> game, so let's weird, go. Beatles <laughs> track do I want to play? Yeah. <laughs> it has to be one that I know is on this. They're not yeah. on there. I'm going to go for Wild My Guitar Gently Weeps. Oh, good choice. This feels like a cheat. 
I don't know. It's not. It's <laughs> a lot. In what way is it? Because Tell like, me how that's not allowed. Because we're talking about like we're like licensed track lists. We're talking about you know your burnouts, Tony Hawk's, GTAs, and things yeah. like that. It's absolutely allowed. You're right. It just feels <laughs> like a cheat. You know. <laughs> uh, I have not broken any rules. I have fought outside the box. Um, I like yeah, it. I've got I've got the Beatles. I did have a backup, which is a bit more on the on the theme for what you were saying. But I've got the Beatles. Therefore, I win. No, I, will say, um, I will say that our two approaches leave that so unbelievably wide open for you, Dale. Like, you have yeah, to pick exactly. up some of the Sports most famous really, soundtracks in history. Yeah. Exactly. Any Tony Hawk, GTA, guitar here, anything you want, basically, uh, you've got. Yeah. I haven't got um, the guitar. That would also feel like cheating. Because like, that's part I, my, of the game. My backup was Guitar Hero. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, what, 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 how can I, what more can I say about the Beatles? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Please refer to take every copy of Rolling Stone and Mojo yeah. ever written. Um, I do, like, because we do put this to a public vote on Twitter, and I do know this will cost me some folks because some people are very aggressive in the way they like to tell you the Beatles are bad. Um, I don't care if you don't like them. Just, uh, I don't care if you don't like them. You just don't yeah. have to tell me you don't like them. <laughs> um, have you ever been on the internet, mate? That's not how it works. I know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so far I have Shadow of the Colossus and the Beatles. <laughs> yes. Not quite uh, the formula what Joe's going for. No, <laughs> no, no. Uh, but I mean... This does kind of... I suppose we've just had While My Guitar Gently Weeps to the playlist, not all of the Beatles' discography, because that would be a bit of a bit of a schlep. Um, yeah. Dale, you've got two picks now. It is, like, like Joe said, it's pretty wide open still. Mm. I don't think, like we said with Stylist, I don't think there'll be too much crossover, but there is one I'm eyeing up, which I think you might take. So we'll see. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go for another one where I feel like I want to take the game off the board. I want to stop anything else. And Cardi, I suspect maybe you might have this down at some point. So I'm going for it. It's the battle theme, and uh, despite what my first and what you might think is my first obvious choice, I'm not going for that. I'm going for Dune Eternal, and I'm going for Meat Hook. And oh. you'll know exactly what music that is when you listen. I'm um yeah I'm glad you said the word eternal. <laughs> yeah. That's all I say. <laughs> I thought that might be it. I mean, it does sound exactly the same as the one I assume Cardi's gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and just what what a name as well, Meat Hook. I know, right? I didn't. Oh. I never knew what the name was until today when I was researching it, and I was like, oh, that's, yeah. a, that's just real. It feels really evocative of the music. It's it just, God, it's just like so much of that game. It's just so gloriously just just what's the word they just went for it <laughs> it's yeah. just they it's just, just did they n- didn't leave anything on the table it's like we are going to make the loudest yeah it's filth metal school <laughs> it's absolute it's filth. filth it is filth it's building filth. on what we building on what we were talking about with hotline miami like this isn't just a track that makes you want to play this rhythmically i'm pretty sure mick gordon is basically responsible for the new range of like doom like rhythm games like yeah. uh, uh bullets per yeah minute like metal hellsinger and, and stuff metal like hellsinger that. like those yeah. two games are just built on the idea that you want to play doom to this music and yeah. like can we do that but make it into a rhythm game uh, like Mick gordon has changed how people do this stuff now it's one of those ones and i well, one of my backups was um i can't pronounce it it's a 
Polish word, but it's from cyberpunk anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was like, but it was one of those musics that, and same with this one in Doom Eternal, which like, it made me want to get into fights more <laughs> yeah. because I wanted it to kick off. I wanted that music to come up and have this like minute of just chaos and then the music to swell down again mm-hmm. afterwards. Like I was always chasing that high of this music the entire game. It's, uh, it's powerful stuff. That's so good. Yeah. yeah, it's just amazing. It's just so good what more again what more can you say about it? if you if you've heard it you know um and if you're not into it i also know why you're not into it because <laughs> it <laughs> it does feel like it will explode your ears and the thing is when you i do occasionally listen to this on spotify very occasionally because it's every song is like eight minutes and yeah. it just doesn't stop either there's no like little lulls there's an occasional little like boom 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 and then it'll do and then it'll just drop again but um, do you feel like when you listen to some game songs i can like i can listen to some songs and be content We've enjoyed mm. the song, but this is one of those ones where when I listen to it, I have to, I want to go and play the game. Yeah, ex- I know exactly what you mean. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's what draws you in. It's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's so good. And yeah, like you said, it's inspirational. It's inspirational? Influential. It inspired me. Uh, yeah. Joe, uh, jo- uh, Dale. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got pick? another one, haven't I? Um, oh, I'm really torn on this. I want to, I'm going to do character theme. And I've got two, and I really can't decide. I've got two, two, and there's, there's, oh. I think one of them will be the same. Okay, so I've got one that I don't think on paper you might argue is not a character theme, but it definitely feels that way to me. It's not called a character's theme anyway. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to go with this one, and it's from Red Dead Redemption Two, mm-hmm. and it's the. <laughs> I had that for another May I stand and shaken, which is like, which is uh, spoilers. Arthur Morgan's death scene. That is this like iconic piece of music that has just beautiful lyrics and tone. And also, I um, I don't know if you guys know, so everyone knows this, but there's two versions of it as well mm-hmm. for like depending on what sort of. Yeah. Um, if he's good or bad, you get a different version of the song. Yeah, which and one you both go for? Them, uh, all the good. Well, one. the good one because that's how I played the game the, the first time. One. So that's the first time I heard it. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but it's just yes, very. It's, I know what you mean. It's not necessarily a theme, but it is synonymous with that character. Yeah, yeah. So, Well, no, it's like it is probably my favorite game of all time yeah. at this point, and it's moments like that that make it I my mean, favorite game of all time. I think we've talked about it before. I I think I mean we given that we've spoiled that he dies. Uh, I think <laughs> Arthur dying through the course of that game is like mm. genuinely one of the most moving gaming experiences I've ever, like yeah. not just having it happen, yeah. but watching it happen for hours and hours yeah. and hours mm. and knowing That's... it's going to happen and feeling that creep up on him. And then That's... that that moment of oh. watching it, his life kind of come apart mm. because of it is just... So unbelievable like, yeah that's why like a lot of people say like and i don't know why like it's the most cinematic game ever made it's like playing a film like and i know that's why some people don't like it because it's not the most gamey game to me it's more like a big like hbo like seven season drama you're playing for it's because it's that long as well and you're getting that sort of development yeah. in those chapters like it's just oh, it's just so good and yeah that piece of music i didn't have that piece of music but i did i can say it now so i'm not gonna get it yeah. as one of my uh it was second choice in my rock pop electronic category was American Venom, which is like the guitar track that plays in the very last mission of that game. Okay. As you're going up a mountain. That always, See, like, I love that piece of music. 
I'm like, I'm sure, and I know for a fact that game is full of great music, but none of them quite stood out to me more than mm. that song. That was the one when, as soon as I'd finished, and I just sat down and reflected for a minute, and then went on YouTube straight away to like listen to the song again as well mm. because it was so powerful in the moment. Um, there's so, yeah. also um, well, there's a couple of songs. That's it. That's the way it is. To yes, use the yeah, house, that's that one. The one that and also, out. we cannot forget the house building song. That one's a, a lovely little delight. You say that, I'd forgotten. Which one, what is it? The one where they're all singing along. It's you and like Uncle just building the oh, farm. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all like hitting the hammers to the beat. Oh, it's it's lovely stuff. Oh, is it a montage <laughs> sequence, isn't it? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay. God, what a game. Um, and yeah, what a pick. Well done, Dale. Hope you're happy. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Do you know what? It's fine because that's my second choice for that one. So I'll oh. get over it. Um, do you know what? I'm going to do it. Because I've, I've held off long enough. I gave Dale the chance to get it because I thought he'd take this for character theme, but he didn't. I've got to take Nate's theme from my Yeah, child. that's what I had. That was my other one. I thought it would be my As soon as you hear the first, mm-hmm. like, second of this, you know exactly what's coming. And the way they kind of iterated it over the four games as well. I'm going to go with the original one, but like the one they use in four, which is a bit more mournful, is very good as well. Mm. And just like, it's just full on, like, they know what they're doing. It's full on Indiana Jones yeah. worship, and it yeah. works perfectly for what they're trying to do. Right, yeah, listening um, to it now, the, the, the number, the, like the Uncharted 1 one, is almost like, for a little bit, it sounds almost sort of like World War II-y. Like, it's got a little mm. bit of like like American flag waving to it, which is kind of interesting because that's not really what that character is. But once it gets mm-hmm. into those strings, you're just like, oh, yeah, this is... It's interesting as well that it's like, I didn't realise until I was like looking around that it's actually called Nate's theme as well because I just considered it the main theme of Uncharted mm-hmm. as well. Like, yeah, being able to choose that is it's a good choice. Good it choice. doesn't really I'm have the happy. same vibe for me when he's not going, it's not quite the same. I, I just love the, it's the start of Uncharted 4 where you have the opening like prison break sequence and you just mm. jump into the sea and it like does the, almost like the James Bond fade into the inky titles and the mm. theme starts playing. So oh, good. I could, I might go back and play that game again. <laughs> uh, uh, I, it's exactly what we we're saying. Like set, talk about all this music is just making me want to play all of these games now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's good, right? Two for you now, Joe. Yeah, I can't believe I only get one at a time. I feel so left out. Um, okay, I'm going for. I'm just going to try and take the two. I think will go off the board. So I'm going to go with uh, Mass Effect. Okay. Um, the uh, Uncharted Worlds by Sam Hulick, which is the galaxy map theme. So this is the exploration oh, map yes. theme section. Incredibly chill electronic music that just makes that whole process of what should be so boring so right like it turns that it turns navigating a map into genuinely uh, a proper sci-fi exercise like it yeah. really feels like you're in that place choosing that stuff it's just it's just a brilliant bit of music it's just one of those ones where you you close your eyes you can immediately see the fade up of the map and hear yep. the music and everything going on around it and then also in mass effect 2 when you spend age you're just mining planets for fucking yes. ages yeah it makes that whole process like really satisfying as well i, I love that they I love that they brought it back because 
to me, my memory of it is Mass Effect 2, but it is a Mass Effect song. And like, yeah. just that feeling of of them realizing, like it's, it's self-consciously realizing how important that was to that process. Like it yeah. feels like, it feels like that music is playing in the game, in that world when you open that, that map. Like it's so, mm. so connected to it. Um, yes, just brilliant. Sam Hulick's work on on uh, Mass Effect in general is just like incredible mm-hmm. across the board. Um, yeah, just it's really, a good choice. really I, good. Nice. What have you got next? Uh, this one, I think this is the song. Apart from maybe because I'm not actually going to pick it, but uh, apart from maybe Super Mario World, this song defines my or like is this is the song I think of when I think of playing games as a kid. And it is called Go Straight, and it is the stage 1-1 music from Streets of Rage 2. Do you know it? I think if you played Streets of Rage 2, you will know it well, because if you were like me, you lost that game all the time and had to listen to it over and over again. It's not too familiar to me, I won't lie to you. That's um, fine. I can see why you'd want it, because it definitely fits in with what you've got so far. Yeah, it's got got propulsive electronic stuff, but it's also just, again, maybe that is what I'm kind of stumbling onto. The stuff I like is the stuff that feels so a piece with the gameplay like it's not just a good bit of music that this to me is the sound of like entering that like hellhole weird slightly <laughs> politically dodgy world of streets of rage where you're just beating up poor people on the street uh and stealing their chicken um <laughs> it's just like it's just such an amazing bit of like 90s composition it's like really high action strange uh, like hip hop chip tune mix uh, it's just i just love it so much i i would i mean i have actually listened to this just walking about <laughs> it's just a really good track um i love it yeah it's a good choice well yeah. done to you Thank i hope you're you. happy with yourself i, I didn't want it so it's fine that's fine <laughs> um oh, see i don't know i don't know what to go for do you know what i'm gonna do it um, <laughs> Joe kind of alluded to it earlier in my rock pop electronic because she did take the, the Red Dead one from me. I'm going to have to go Doom 2016, mm. not Eternal, and take BFG Division. This bit of music sounds like a machine gun firing straight into your ear <laughs> it's so good i rem- just remember when i was playing it this coming on and also like, i've watched it so many times it must have been about well it probably would have been 2016 um at the game awards when mick gordon played it live and it was the last piece i think he played and it just dropped and that i would love so much to have been in that room when that was happening <laughs> like oh, yeah. just him with his like just him, a drummer, and I think maybe one other, maybe a bass player. Mm. No, I don't think. I think it was just maybe a drummer and him. Cause I think it's. I don't know too much about guitar, guitars. It was. I think it was a six string that was tuned pretty low, and he was just absolutely going for it. And yeah, it's just like I said. It is just. We've always talked about it with Doom Eternal. It just makes me want to play that game. <laughs> I love got, that this builds in that like. It's like proper just straightforward metal but it's got that refrain of the Mm -hmm. and it's got like this 
weird like horror vibe like it's you take mm-hmm. that out and put it onto like a creepy synth and that's just an 80s horror movie refrain <laughs> and i love that he's just put that over the top of it and it kind of just floats in now and then to make it seem really creepy it's great yeah. Um, saying Doom 2016 did take off the board for me the menu music from Doom 2016 I don't know if you remember that and the main reason I got it's really good obviously but the main reason I've got it is uh, I remember back in 2016 we were doing a live stream for Doom and um, I had to do setup for ages and I was trying to get our live system set up and I just had that menu music playing on repeat for about an hour while I was setting things up it just drilled into my brain so much so that every couple of minutes I was waiting for the drop and every time I'd hear the big drop coming I'd get so excited about it Um, fantastic just those games are just obnoxiously good when it comes to music (laughs) yeah why is he not doing more do more well, didn't he have some sort of massive rift with Bethesda? So that might be it. Oh, well, that impact. Do another game. Yeah, uh, get involved in something. Exactly. Um, Dale. Double yes. pick Dale. <clears throat> That's what they call me on the streets. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you pickpocketing. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm going for exploration map theme. This is a tricky one, this one, because it's from Cyberpunk 2077. Mm-hmm. Um when this music when this music was in the game, I was obsessed with this music, and then when I went to search for it afterwards, I just couldn't find it, and it couldn't find what this music was called. Still to this day, I don't know what it's actually called, but I did find somebody who put it on YouTube. I had to go for a whole Pacific Dreams playlist mm-hmm. to like listen to it to find where it was. They've put a title for it. I've searched that title since then. It's definitely not called that. <laughs> like no one else. There's no records of this. Okay. However, I've I've got a link to a video. He calls it. Uh, SLG fat, Flatlander Woman hyphen slag. I don't know what, <laughs> what, oh what, the, what? I don't know what, what the name is there. It let me can't send it be to called you. that. I mean, then that again, sounds it's straight up. That sounds straight up like dialogue from Cyberpunk. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but when you hear it, you'll recognise it. It's often like I think it's using some of the cutscenes when you're in cars. Oh, so it's from so it's from the eighty eight point three radio. It's station. on that radio station. Yeah. yeah, I don't actually remember this, but it is cool, and this yeah. would fit on mine, actually. So I'm glad that I didn't think of it. <laughs> yeah, so like I've downloaded this off YouTube since, and I've built it into my Spotify and have it on a playlist mm. coming around every now and again. It's like I use it to write mu- write to these days as well. I just love it. It's just such a subtle, cool drilling beat that just just reminds me instantly of walking around like a nighttime version of Night City mm-hmm. and all those neon I, uh, lights. I've looked at the YouTube comments and it seems no one knows who made this song. Exactly. Or, is it's this a an mystery. IGN Inside Story? Who, wrote, who made this? <laughs> is it a phantom music? Made I generally considered at one point like trying to see if I could dig deeper and find out who made this song. Didn't they? Didn't some of... Was it Cyberpunk? Didn't some of the music comes from come from developers? Or is yes. that me going wild? No, they did have an in-house system where they made things. Yeah, but apparently like somebody on the comments said they, they reached out to CD Projekt Red. And I mean, I could definitely try and a little harder to find out mm. more information about it. But yeah. The mystery's part of it, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Mm. It's exciting. Uh, Who God, is Flatlander one. Woman? Exactly. <laughs> What's next, Dale? Uh, what was that for? That was Exploration Map theme, wasn't it? So mm-hmm. I'm just writing them down so I don't forget. Oh, it's nice. Uh, okay. Ooh. So I've only got, what have I got left? I've got menu theme, license track list, and saucy bangers left. Saucy bangers. Don't forget the saucy bangers. 
I think I'm, oh, you both have already said your license track list, haven't you? So I can see yeah. that to last, mm-hmm. I think. You can. Mm. Unless I'm taking something for something for a saucy banger. I'm going for a saucy banger. <laughs> and okay. this was this was in my orchestral piece at one point, but I, I changed my mind. But I'm going for Snake Eater from Metal Gear Solid 3. Oh, that is a, <laughs> so good that one. That is sauce on sauce. <laughs> it's undoubtedly a banger. I give my- love that song so much it was on my shortlist I won't lie to you it's a good song it's a good game (laughs) it's absolutely what can you say more about it like the fact that it's a you know pure James Bond rip off in every Mm -hmm. sense but still so iconic so memorable and honestly can you even say the name Metal Gear Solid 3 without not thinking of that song immediately I just think well no because it's called Snake Eater (laughs) (laughs) yeah Oh, and the uh, lyrics of Someday You Feed on a Tree Frog. Oh, yeah, the, the lyrics are <laughs> fucking nonsense. Someday you feed on a tree frog. Someday you go through the rain. Someday you feed <laughs> on a tree frog. This ordeal, the trial to survive. For the day we see new life, I give my life. Not for honour, but for you, Snake Eater. Oh, I mean, so did Kojima? I feel like Kojima wrote these lyrics. It definitely yes. feels like he did that. <laughs> no way, Kojima's letting anyone else write the James Bond lyrics. No yeah. way. That's come straight from him. That's why it, he made some poor lady sing someday feed on a tree frog. Hi, Joe here from the future. Uh, we're talking a load of shit. It was composed and written by Norahiko Hibino. Sorry, Hideo. Didn't mean to make fun. Back to the shop. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine when she was in the booth recording that. Like, Are you sure? Is this not a typo? Cynthia like, Harrell, that's to... her name. Sorry. Um, oh, Do you mean the game was meant to be called Frog Eater, but they made him change that? <laughs> it can't be Frog Eater. Is this just me getting memes confused with real life, or does that play when you're going up the mad ladder? Uh, yeah, it does play in a like a subtle, quieter version of oh, it. Oh, okay, so that's not the first there. time you've heard that no. song. No, you get a... You get a prologue opening credits and then yeah. it pops up with dun, 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 dun. Oh, so good yeah, that might win you this draft alone <laughs> that, is, <laughs> that is an unbelievable pick um i've got my next pick i'm gonna go for my menu theme mm-hmm. and i had two down here but i'm gonna go for one it's 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 gonna appear in every draft from now on so get used to it i think it's it's elden ring that is a tune, man. When you boot up that game and you just hear a, and then it just out of nowhere just goes like, well, it goes like this. It's basically just people going, oh, like massive drums. song, I'll tell you what, I. I, I do like that song. I think it's a weird pick for a men not you, but a weird pick from from software for a menu theme because it's two completely separate vibes in one song. It's so chill for a while and then mm-hmm. so loud after that and you're like, "What vibe what what theme are we getting across here?" I don't know what they were going for. 
It um, does the perfect thing though. It sets you up for that game because you're you kind of like, oh, oh, cool. I'm just going to relax for a bit, and then like you say, out of nowhere, it just really puts you on edge, and that's what this game does to you. Like yeah. it gets you in the mood. It prepares you for you're in for a tense time here. And um, it's just yeah, it's not it's what so I was good. expecting at all. Do you know? <laughs> do you know how you end up hearing more of that? Is if your PS4 continually fucking boots you out because you've lost your connection. Uh, oh. And then you have to go back and listen to it over and over again. That, that didn't happen to me. So Bad vibes. Um, yeah, it's brilliant. It's also, I'm trying to find the guy's name. Have you seen the video of the guy who did it in a bunch of different genres? Alex Mukala. Oh, it's so good. Um, mm. Yeah, Alex Alex Mukala, who's done a load of really cool video game themed uh, musics, uh. Uh, music videos. Yeah, he's, been, he's done the Elden Ring main theme in 15 different styles. It's pinned to his... Um, oh I know him yeah I've seen him I haven't seen the Elden Ring one but yeah I've seen his videos but yeah he does like Spanish guitar um, like symphonic metal Uh, (laughs) it's just it's really good fun it's just a brilliant yeah I mean so far I've got the menu theme from Elden Ring with Nate's theme from Uncharted a bit of Shadow of the Colossus Doom (laughs) and the Beatles (laughs) see the first three all sound of a piece and then it goes a bit mad (laughs) yeah I've got I've got a lot of nice strings. I've got a nice mix of Japanese uh, and uh, Western stuff as well. That's always nice, isn't it? Um, Joe, you've got two. Yes. Um, the rest of my thing, I don't really <sighs> expect you to pick any of it. And some of it you may never have heard, but it's all for me, baby. It's all <laughs> okay. for me. Um, and I, the vibes on this playlist are going to be exquisite. Uh, for menu theme, I'm going for the track that opens my favourite gaming soundtrack of all time, which is FTL, Faster Than Light. I think this is the most gorgeous chiptune song ever composed. I think it's fucking incredible. It's so lovely, so chill, and it it builds in this beautiful way all the way through you're not going to get it if you haven't if you've listened to a little clip that we've just put in you're not going to get how this builds throughout the course of the the piece but it just has this feeling of like uh like this exploratory like i am about i don't know how better to put it i'm about to fly through space for the first time (laughs) like it's just got this real like wide-eyed feeling to it and i absolutely Mm. love it i listen to it all the time this is my writing music the ftl soundtrack um and i had to the the coolest thing there's two very cool facts about this soundtrack one every track in it barring space cruise has an exploration version and a battle version and so you get these like remixes of the tracks within the album and so you can effectively put it in two halves one for chill and one for like going off uh my second fact for this is the guy who composed it, Ben Prunty, who's brilliant, uh, composed the whole thing initially on banjo, and you can really hear it. There are bits where you hear these refrains and you're like, oh, I totally see how this was played on banjo first and then yeah. turned into chiptune music. Um, it's, um, it's so good. I just listened to it a little bit, but on quite low volume because I was mm. listening to you as well. Um, but it did sound to me like there was um, that certain notes that were either off-key or warped slightly yeah. as well, yeah. which definitely adds to the, like, uneasiness vibe yeah. of what you what what's about to come as oh, well. It's so good. Man. I just the whole like I can't, if if you do anything after this apart from 
uh, play Snake Eater repeatedly. Um, <laughs> listen to the FTL album. Uh, honestly, it's just incredible. Um, this is one of those ones I talked about having on vinyl and like just just an amazing bit of music. Love Good it. stuff. Is that your uh, first of two? That is my first. Ooh. That's my first of two. Uh, my second is rock pop e- electronic piece, which obviously is most of this anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, and it is uh, from Sable, and it's called Glider, uh, which is by Japanese Breakfast, who is an indie artist who collaborated on the soundtrack for that game. Uh, in fact, I think wrote the entire soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I don't think she collaborated. Um, but Glider is the one voiced piece um, in the whole game. It's beautiful. Come to I was originally picking it for exploration map theme, um, but I kind of wanted Mass Effect in there. Uh, this song plays. You do this whole tutorial section. If you don't know Sable, it's this really pretty open world game, completely non-violent. It's just about exploring this desert on a hover bike and finding... You're essentially a nomad who goes on this thing called the gliding, which is... You know how, like, the Amish do Rumspringer? Like, they go out to the world and see mm-hmm. what the world is like and then decide if they want to go back? Like, it's basically this for this nomadic sci-fi and tribe that she's part of. it's made up the as well, isn't it? It was made in Finsbury Park initially. Yeah. Um, and, um, and you do this tutorial where you meet everyone and then you go on your gliding. And as you leave this giant stone arch that encloses the kind of tutorial area where it's essentially the Great Plateau, like in Breath of the Wild, as you leave it, the camera just fucking flings out and shows you the entire scope of this world as your character just goes away on a tiny little bike and this song plays. And it is just one of the most wonderful intros to a game and the the feeling of like like Japanese breakfast just encapsulating this feeling of like going out for the first time becoming an adult and it's just beautiful. It's just a lovely, mm-hmm. lovely track. When I was at uh, GDC earlier in the year, I bumped into her into Did Japanese breakfast because she was at the awards, and I felt really bad because I have not played the game. Uh, so, <laughs> so, uh, um, Joe, do you want to know how nice it was hearing you listening to the music and then hearing you at the same time describing uh, it? It's like a spoken word thing. It really, uh, really worked. We should just publish that as a video. Let's just yeah. put it underneath. Um, yeah. Oh, it's just it's such a wonderful thing. So good. Oh. Emotional nice. music. Or see, whereas I like things that absolutely just bang. Um, so <laughs> what I'm going for, I've got my battle theme, and it is again down to two. Um, but I'm gonna go. Hmm. I still haven't decided because they both absolutely rip. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the one I genuinely think is probably better music, and it's gonna be Hades. Uh, and in particular, there's oh, there's so many. Choices Is it the from track Hades. that sounds exactly like Doom? <laughs> no, I've gone for. I think that's out of Tartarus, which also does bang. I've gone so for the good. slightly different one, which is the painful way, which is also. Uh, because Hades does this thing of like it, you never know quite which bit of music is going to play in like <coughs> certain areas I think has a rotation of battle themes mm. that come in at different points and those are both in the first area of the game but the painful way I think is the one I'm going to pitch because I heard it so much because I died so much early on in that game oh, that's a good riff those guitars are so good. That is just a banging riff. Darren Corb, 
He's a genius. All the music he does for all their games, fantastic. And voice of the main character. That's too much talent. Well yeah. done to him. <laughs> um, the cool thing about the Hades soundtrack is it it balances that like trying to be period authentic, which mm. is odd mm. for a game like Hades. But you know what? Like yeah. it's got those kind of like Greek like vibes that you hear in things like Odyssey, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, or mm. games that invoke that period. But it just doesn't feel hokey like there's no imitation to it he is making actual new sounding music out of that instrumentation it's really mm-hmm. really cool brilliant um, soundtrack. the one that was just runner up to that which i can't i i won't be taking in any other categories but i was very close to picking final fantasy 7's battlefield that was my backup as well <laughs> oh runner up for both of us but yeah, really unlucky really cool. final fantasy and also final fantasy 7 has a couple of good battle themes it has a boss battle theme as well which is mm. extra good too mm. yeah good stuff also um, the, oh man the victory theme in that game as well like yeah yeah. Oh, yeah the fact that so far no one has picked any final fantasy people music will probably annoy some people it's, it's all good bad. don't get me wrong mm-hmm. we can pick a few my oh. second pick for rock pop electronic which fell out because of um just not sounding like the rest of my stuff was uh Otherworld by Junior Nakano, which i think we've talked about before it's the insane heavy metal track that plays Final early 10. on in final fantasy 10 um, and it's just the stupidest music. It sounds so good. Um, yeah, oh, I love it. Good stuff. That might have come uh, up in the last draft, actually, when we talked about space uh, flying evil sin whales. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dale, I think you have two now. Is that right? Is uh, this your, is no, this I've got three. I've got menu, rock, pop. Oh, but you've got two picks now, right? Yes, yeah. and yeah. track list. Um, I feel pretty confident with these last three that none of them are going to get chosen. So I'm just going to... Mm. I'm just going to go sequentially. Um, so, for menu theme, did you guys play Street Fighter 4? No. Uh, well, I may have played it a bit, not enough to Incredibly. Know. It's the menu theme, mate. You'd know it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me share it with you. It's got Flow Rider in it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can break my spirit, my spirit is too strong Indestructible, nobody's taking over my throne Bustle my situation, don't make it do it alone Feel from the ground up inside, I saw I last long The last man's this is this is out there. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first thing that came to mind when I thought of menu music. It is a big, big pop song and not what you'd necessarily expect from Street Fighter. Yeah. Um, and I think it's one of those ones that wore me down through repetition more than anything. Like, I kind of dismissed it as silly when the first time I heard it, which I'm sure you just did as well, Simon. Uh, but it has got some big hooks in it. And still to this day, I could probably sing the whole song as well. It's like burned into my brain. Mm-hmm. It's called Indestructible, by the way. I forgot to mention that, if you want to search for it. It's rare that you hear, like, actual full-on pop music in mm. in games. And I genuinely love it when it happens. Like, when someone's just like, we're going to write an actual pop yes. song for this. And it's usually in, like, Japanese anime-inflected games. It's And it's cool to see it in something that's definitely a little bit different to that. Like I can't even remember what Street Fighter Five had, but I remember being disappointed that it wasn't something on the level of indestructible Mm -hmm. as well. It's a it's a catchy banger. Nice. This is my rock pop electronic piece, but it's actually boss music. Barbie Girl by Aqua (laughs) is what you've sent us. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know if you guys ever played Shatter. Do you remember Shatter? Yes, I do. What a banger! Shatter. Yes. A PS, is it a PS3 Brick PS3 Breaker? PS3 game, yeah. And it has this th- music, it's called Boss Music, and it's the most boss music you'll ever hear. 
I have Just never give it, give even heard of Shatter. You haven't played <laughs> You haven't played Chuck. You ain't seen that voice too. Mate, it's so good. It's the, gonna it is to up there with Hold Down as the best brick breaker, brick, brick breaker you'll ever play. I've never, yeah, I don't know what this is. It looks oh, awesome. We finally found a game Joe hasn't heard of. It's, it's um, a brick breaker shmup. Yeah, it's so That's good. cool. Yeah, never heard of it. Assistance yeah. boss music. But this, we the, yeah, this boss music plays on every single boss battle and it's like... It's so exciting when it kicks in as well because the boss like starts building in anticipation and this music builds up. It's so good. This this is cool, but the first thing it made me think of is uh, push me and then just touch me <laughs> so I can well, get my shatter boss music. <laughs> I can't think of much that is more uh, PS2 than this. It's PS3. It's PS3, PS3 oh, it's PS3. <laughs> well, then it should have been on PS2. It's like one of the first... Like bigger PSN games, I think, or like good. It ones, was the anyway. early days, I think. Yeah, yeah. I said how how long ago this came out. I just started watching the iGem review of it, and uh, Damon's doing it. And his title at the time is Downloadable Games Editor. That was a thing that was uh, <laughs> there were so few of them that you could actually have a whole editor dedicated to just downloadable games. <laughs> there we go. I, mean, I love that uh, this is stuck in your head. That's ju- yeah. that is again. That's just the mark of an absolute banger. Like yeah. that's. It's Again, there I think it's all this like time later. Repetition of like catchy hooks, right? Mm-hmm. It's ones that, like I don't necessarily apart from the Red Dead one I mentioned earlier, I don't necessarily like always remember the one time plays when it's like things that I repeatedly hear and then I just can't shake it. The one time plays. It's <laughs> yeah. a good track. Shatter is one game as soon as we finish that. I'm gonna say infamous, people probably don't remember it, that episode where we were listing uh, like PS3 hidden gems and I said Deus oh, yeah. Ex was a hidden gem. Um <laughs> uh, this is one game that I had on my shortlist that I really should have put in because this is a genuine uh, hidden yeah, gem. It's a genuine, genuine, um yeah. but there we go. Um I'll go with uh, my second to last pick then. And I'm gonna save my banger to last because I have like five different songs for my banger just in case something was taken. Um Instead, I'm going for my map exploration theme. Mm-hmm. People knew it was cut. It happened to happen eventually. I tried to not do it just because it was inevitable and boring. I've gone for Persona 5. And I've gone, gone for... for <laughs> yeah, this is going to be weird on the recording, but Cardi and the Google call, you've frozen. Oh, you look <laughs> no, like you're back. back. <laughs> <laughs> it's on my recording. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> you when, froze just before you said whatever it was. <laughs> Yeah. It was like you were doing the big build-up. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, well, I said <laughs> it was inevitable. It was Persona 5, oh. and it's going to be Tokyo Daylight for exploration. This is look. It makes what? me feel happy. I this... feel like I'm in a shopping center or something. Yeah, you're walking around like um, Central Tokyo, looking at all, all the shops. That's kind of the theme, the vibe we're going for here. I know Ooh. this is unpopular opinion, but yeah, yeah. Persona Five is the opposite of uh, a game whose soundtrack worms its way into me with good results. Uh. This, <laughs> the soundtrack is partly why I had to stop playing Persona Five. I just was so upset with listening to some of these tracks uh, and to the point where my girlfriend was walking in and being like this fucking music like <laughs> she just, <laughs> just hate, like particularly in the dungeons just like oh it's just 
endless uh, man. I can't oh, I can't no. get enough, but I do also get what I'm, you mean that at points this game can turn into a podcast game, as any sort of big yeah. turn based RPG can do just because you're doing the same stuff so often. Uh, I d- that didn't feel like it was in the spirit of this game. We're celebrating stuff. <laughs> I apologize for shitting on it. Yeah, I, know, I mean, it and is, I also you know, know that people absolutely love that soundtrack. It is, it's know, just not for me. Whether you like it or not, it is one of the most revered game soundtracks yeah. of all time at this point. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm picking. I guess I was they gonna, don't was need me to point. say it's good. I mean, what will annoy you is my second choice was actually Fossil Falls from Super Mario Odyssey, which is probably much better. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. and uh, we're not going to hear that now, unfortunately, because it's not going to be my saucy banger. That's Mm. a spoiler. But uh, yeah, that's my second last pick. Joe, you've got your last two. I have. Um, I'm going orchestral piece, which is hard because it doesn't really fit the philosophy of the rest of my things. (laughs) So I've gone for... A, a track that I just think is incredible, and B, a track that I think fits like some of the chiller end mm. of the vibes on here, which is the main theme from Breath of the Wild by yeah, yeah, Manaka Katsuaki. at one point. Yeah. Yasuaki Iwata and Hajime Wakai. So I actually think this music is the opposite of an ear. <laughs> uh, do you know what? I don't get me wrong. Zelda music is incredible. Like mm. older Zelda music and the original Zelda theme. I think I know. Like I actually can't. T- I would not be able to hum you a piece of actual yes, Breath of the Wild music. I agree. Well, this is the thing. I think that's actually apart from listening to this track i think you hear it and go oh i remember this but that will be more from this is the da, 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 mm-hmm. which is on all the trailers so i think that's why people remember okay. this the bulk of breath of the wild is is texture but i think it's really beautiful texture i think it's it's like that spear it's kind of like accenting the world around you and it's generative it like reacts to what's going on um which is something we haven't talked about. Like generative music is particularly in open worlds. It's like such a massively interesting topic that doesn't lend itself to us kind of going, this track's really good. Um, <laughs> but uh, this track, and originally on here, I had the epilogue music from Breath of the Wild, which is the only time in the game it plays the actual Zelda theme. So mm. you finish and that the very, very end, hundreds of hours in is when you finally hear that music, which I think is beautiful. But I just love how much they committed in Breath of the Wild 2. This is our pastoral open world, and we're going to just have this incredibly low-key soundtrack that sort of drapes over the top of it rather than pulls you up. It sits down, like, it feels like it's kind of playing out of the grass as you walk over it. I just think it's amazing. Um, And, like, yeah, it just, it it fit the vibe. Orchestral was hard for me, but I think think this works. It works. It it keeps him with what you've got. And... I mean, you're the first person to have their last pick. Somehow it's worked out that way. I know, uh, I don't know how we got there. <laughs> yeah. So I will say that two picks ago from Dale, I completely changed my saucy banger out of nowhere because I'd forgotten <laughs> something. And this is me fully abandoning my philosophy. Um, originally, I had a joke pick, which I will say at the end, just in case it... I don't know. I don't think anyone else is going to pick this because it is just a funny pick. But better than that, uh, is a song by a Japanese rock band called The Bees. Uh, the song is called Into Free, and it is the theme tune to the original version of Dragon's Dogma. And it is one of 
the can't escape Dragon's Dogma, bit, can no, we? <laughs> it's one of the stupidest bits of rock music I have ever heard, and it makes me laugh so much. Um, it is fucking absurd, this music. Is there a British or an American band called the Bees? Uh, this is B apostrophe Z, so oh, right. not that. <laughs> there was the Bees. I think they were from Liverpool, maybe. Um, uh, this this music is just hilarious hair metal madness. And genuinely, there's a, there's another version of this list in a different universe where I'm making a Japanese hair metal list based on chip-picking this and seven different Dynasty Warriors soundtracks. <laughs> um, it's, this I does just, not fit. It doesn't fit <laughs> at all. This is the end of my playlist. I just think it's so much fun. Um, no, I mean it doesn't fit Dragon's Dogma. Oh, no, it doesn't, <laughs> fit, Dra- it doesn't fit anything. <laughs> this is because the bees are a massive, massive rock band in Japan. And I'm pretty sure Capcom were like, we've got this fucking bonkers game. We're Mm -hmm. really going to struggle to market this. Uh, Let's just get like a track from a really famous rock duo. Uh, Rock, (laughs) yeah, rock band and stick it at the front of our at the front of our game and we'll just see if that works uh, and it's become like a meme among Dragon's Dogma fans for how mad it is to the point and <laughs> like it's now also kind of a hidden like it's it's basically sort of a mystery because it's been removed from every version of Dragon's Dogma since because I think the license expired and mm-hmm. I once tried to do an interview with the bees about this and they won't talk about it they were like <laughs> they're also very I mean they're also extremely rich people they don't need to talk about their capcom tracks that they've done um but uh but yeah they their management straight up refused an interview about this (laughs) because i just wanted to tell the story of interfree uh because it's dumb as fuck i love it crazy yeah good stuff uh i've got my last bit there what's your last category dale uh the track list Okay, I should be safe with any of these then. Because I've got five here that I just... I think I know which one I'm going to pick. I'm surprised none of them were taken. They're all down as options. Um, I was convinced, Joe, that you were going to take something from Windjammers. You know, I didn't even think about that. That's such a good point. I fucking love Windjammers music. So on my shortlist for Banger is Beach from from Windjammers. (laughs) Uh, It's not going to be that. Also on my list... Just the overture from Overwatch. Just that superhero theme, that, which is that just was so good. In my orchestral list. Third, on my saucy banger list, the, the main theme from Medal of Honor by Michael what? Giacchino. Incredible piece of music. It sounds like it's from Banner Brothers or something. Okay. It's so good. But that that was on my shortlist. It's not going to win. Fourth, on my shortlist, that's also not going to win, was Grandma in brackets, Destruction from Near Automata. Which is a big like invasion (laughs) piece of music that happens. Near Automata is one of the great soundtracks as well. Exactly. Like it was another one of those where I was like, I don't know if it gets the top one for me in any of these categories. Like as an overall soundtrack, it is fantastic though. But my winner. Sorry, Cardi, I just want you. I just want you to know that uh, I've got Medal of Honor's theme playing in the background, and it's making everything you say sound so important. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fantastic! (laughs) Um, (laughs) We've got my winner. Which is this is one I actually thought Dale might take, so I'm happy I got it. My saucy banger is, is of course the Monkey Island theme tune. 
it for a second, actually. Yeah. Or I don't know how it's fitting in. Is it a saucy banger? I'm saying it is. Um, <laughs> God, it's just that music. I can't wait for it to come back. What this year? We still don't know when mm. this year, but we mm. will be playing a new Monkey Island game. And as soon as that boots up, and what we see, Melee Island, presumably, and uh, yeah, that come up. Or yeah, that's just like pretty much outside of Mario. Maybe like the first game music I remember. Yeah. Like. Just I remember my dad playing those games and just watching him play and that music. I was just like, oh, it's got yeah, that it's... like reggae vibe to it. Yeah, so good. Uh, it's oh. another one though with the technical limitations, right? Where just pure mm-hmm. craftsmanship has to shine through. Like there's no bells or whistles. And yep. Yeah, are you are iconic. you picking the original or the special edition one? Uh, I'm gonna go just for pure nostalgia. The pure the yeah, original yeah, the yeah, original yeah, like yeah, MIDI version. Yeah, so good. Um, you've got your last pick, Dale. <laughs> yeah, uh, licensed track list. Um, I, I got it down to two of the obvious ones. I had something that was very influential to me. Um, uh, important point in my life was Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two. Mm-hmm. Um, for obvious reasons, it taught me, you know, led me down skate. in a. but let me down a different direction of like music that I was into and genres and like discovered loads of bands. However, I do think there's one that's probably more influential to me. And the reason I chose this one as opposed to any of the other games in the series is that it's, it has one distinct decision. Are we going to Miami? We are going to Miami. (laughs) Um, It might not be the best GTA soundtrack, but I think it's the most concise and deliberate soundtrack in Mm. terms of this is, like, if you've ever heard the eight music in the 80s is bad, this will prove you wrong. This is the soundtrack. Oh, bad, this is yeah. the greatest collection of 80s music that mm-hmm. has ever been commissioned. Which, which one track are we going to be hearing, though, now? Oh, Africa, probably. It's, <laughs> it's one of the best pop songs of all time. But there's like, what is it, like Two Tribes and Billie Jean, uh, Atomic, Video Killed the Radio Star. Uh, um, We're the Kids in America. Yeah, Keep On Loving You, Broken Wings. Oh, it's just good. It's, it's tons. Yeah, it's just non-stop good. <laughs> I know what you mean, like, for me, I think San Andreas is the one, because that was the one that I, that was really the first GTA I probably sure. played. And that's the but it's not me, necessarily but... focused, is it? Like, no, Vice I know what you mean. Extremely yeah, like, focused. yeah, oh, yeah. It's good. It's just good. It's just good. Eighties mm-hmm. music's good. So yeah, you've uh, you've got that. Is it better than the Beatles though? <laughs> <laughs> I generally didn't even think of that doing like music games, like yeah. rhythm games. Are there like any other mad games like that you could do? Like I don't know. <laughs> Look, yeah, I didn't even think about it too much to be honest. What um, about um, DJ Hero or Drop Mix? DJ Hero like was <laughs> DJ Hero was genuinely like. Uh, if Hotline Miami went, would I take this? I've never played DJ Hero, but I was like, well, it would be the same vibe as the rest of oh, my the stuff. The music is very good in DJ Hero. I so much it, so that it's actually annoying. I don't think it's accessible. No. Maybe it is on YouTube, but I've, I'm sure. I, yeah, I'm sure someone's got yeah. like bootleg playlists of it. But yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there we go. I'm sure there's lots of songs there you knew would turn up, and that's probably quite a few that you haven't heard before so you've been introduced to isn't that you nice got... should we go through each of ours i was going to say do you have any honorable mentions before we finish um uh, i just deleted them all um chemical plant <laughs> zone sonic 2 yeah that is an absolute banger and i it was my if i didn't get snake eater that's what was going in nice mm-hmm. uh, um, I, I would shout out splatoon i genuinely think 
the Splatoon soundtrack is incredible because they've tried to make pop punk, but using the voices of uh, squid children speaking <laughs> in another language. And it's genuinely still good, even though it's that stupid. Uh, <laughs> and also I'd like to shout out the Smash Brothers Ultimate soundtrack, which is something like 400 tracks long. It's absolutely <laughs> insane. Um, like, what, if I can find it. Oh, no. Oh, no, I'm not going to be able to find it. It's just enormous. Um, and it's just like one of the biggest. Like, I think people have talked about this before, but Smash Bros. in general is like this weird celebration of Nintendo. It's like a museum to itself. Um, mm-hmm. But the music is the core of that. Like, it's crazy how much music is in those games. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. I did have some shouts. Like, The Witcher 3 was close for me for a few. The menu music yeah. for The Witcher 3 is particularly good. Uh, that, as ba- is- that battle Go theme of the lady going, <laughs> like, that's in my head for the rest of my life. <laughs> um, I also had the Horizon Forbidden West menu thing because they do play a version of Aloy's theme there. And obviously, I'm the only person who likes that, uh, apparently. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Well, I had this is another game where we don't normally talk about it. Maybe in the in the same light that other people do, but I do think one thing it absolutely nails is music, and that's Ghost of Tsushima and the mm. Jin Sakai theme. When you're that bit, the prologue bit where you're like going through the, with the horse through the grass, and that music like just swells up. That is mm. incredible. Um, so yeah, that was up there for me. I also had uh, I didn't pick it because I thought it's just a bit of a. Uh, uh, just like you know, it's it's the hipster choice that everyone says in it. The bit of health from Max Payne three, it's good. It's good. Mm. It's not you yeah. know, it's not top three in anything. That's um, have you have either of you played Grindstone? Yes, I the soundtrack it. to Grindstone is incredible. Like that's that's another one bought mm-hmm. straight away on vinyl because I was listening to it all the time. It's like this weird, like hip hop infused electronic music that made by a guy called Sam Webster. It's so so good. Um, yeah, listen to Backpack from uh, Grindstone. It's just genius. Uh, yeah. My saucy banger at one point, and Dale, uh, I think you'll appreciate this, was the mansion basement music from Resident Evil. I don't know okay. if you remember that, which is uh, just a sound of a load of horns falling over. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just like... It was made oh. by a composer who claimed he was deaf, uh, but was actually <laughs> faking it for like 30 years. <laughs> And it made more sense that he'd composed that when he was deaf. Um, the earlier games wild. have some mad music in them. Yeah. Um, none of them, I would say, are necessarily good. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Mansion Basement is just one of the funniest bits of music I've ever heard. GameSpot yeah. actually have a really good little documentary about it because um, it's so strange. Uh, mm-hmm. Worth listening to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like, should we go through our lists quickly? Uh, I'll start with mine. I went with my menu theme, Elden Ring. My bat- battle theme is the... Pa- I don't know, why am I talking like this? Battle <laughs> oh, uh, the battle theme is uh, The Painful Way from Hades. My character theme is Nate's from Uncharted. My orchestral piece is Revived Power from Shadow of the Colossus. And I've got BFG Division from Doom 2016 as my rock piece. Then uh, my exploration one is Persona 5 Tokyo Daylight. And my license track list is the Beatles rock band. <laughs> and my uh, saucy banger is, of course, the Monkey Island theme tune. What a selection that is. <laughs> mm, varied. Mixed. Yeah. Um, Dale, what have you got? 
Okay, so my menu music is Indestructible from Street Fighter 4. My battle theme was Meat Hook from Doom, Doom Eternal. Uh, my character theme was the May I Stand Unshaken uh, Arthur Morgan death scene. We've already spoiled it, so whatever. Uh, the exploration music was the untitled Cyberpunk 2077 track by an untitled band called Slag, apparently. <laughs> and uh, my orchestral piece was the Blades of Chaos from God of War. My electronic piece was the boss music from Shatter. My licensed track list was Vice City. And my saucy manga was Snake Eater. Oh, that's, that's a good list. Joe's, yours is of a piece. Yeah, until the end. Menu theme, <laughs> uh, uh, Space Cruise from FTL. Battle theme, Go Straight from Streets of Rage 2. Character theme, Guile's theme from Street Fighter 2. Come on, that's the win. Exploration map theme <laughs> is Uncharted Worlds from Mass Effect, the galaxy map theme. Uh, rock Pop Electronic was Glider by Japanese Breakfast from Sable. Uh, my orchestral piece was the main theme from Breath of the Wild. My track list was Hotline Miami. And the saucy banger is Interfree Dangan by the Bees <laughs> from Dragon's Dogma. Really wow. rounding out uh, the uh, the somewhat electronic focused vibe that I've been building throughout. Um, I'm sure we'll put that to a vote somewhere on Twitter and you can decide. I don't know how you decide who's won that. They're all very very singular things, I think. Uh, mm. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. And of course, let us know what your favourite video game music is at IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. We do have some feedback to get through. There won't be an endless search today. Just to get through. <laughs> in a nice way, in a nice way. Um, there's some great feedback this week, actually. But um, yeah, we'll return next week with an endless search. And we've been sent, I tell you, it's Susie Reveal, we've been sent a very good game we're looking forward to playing. Great yeah. Game. So uh, I, mean, I sent that out. It looks yeah. great. Uh, next week, uh, I won't guarantee that, but more than likely will be played next week. Uh, Joe, you've got the first piece of feedback. This is from, uh, and I apologise in advance, I think I'm saying this right, Miguel Ponciano, I think. Uh, Seems right. Greetings, IGN UK crew from Portugal. Oh, first time true. writer, but very long time listener. Glad to hear of your love for the natter, the sweetest yes. of quiches. <laughs> <laughs> I love that just talking about uh, natters made someone from Portugal go, this is the time <laughs> I have to write in. <laughs> I was wondering if you guys ever had an idea for a game you would love to play. My idea was an open world game set in a small town where you'd create the character and choose your house and other details. Depending where you go or what you decide to do, the game would create a scenario you had to survive from. If you went into the woods, you might find a werewolf. If you choose to go to the beach, maybe you get attacked by a kaiju crab. In brackets, I don't know. If you just stay home and watch TV, maybe someone would break into your house. Each playthrough would last an in-game day, about an hour or two, and the fun would be to discover all the scenarios. Thanks for the fun and always unexpected conversations, and respect the sea. I should know, I was stung by a weaver just a, just a week ago for the first time in my life. Um, yeah, weaver fish stings are meant to be nasty, so do respect the sea. Absolutely. Can't say it enough. Um, um, would, you, would you play the yeah. game? I think that sounds like a cool game. I like the idea of like mm -hmm. you choose I a like location Kaiji and crab. stuff happens. Kaiji yeah. crab's always good. I, I actually tweeted that the other day. I forgot me and Joe did a Let's Play about a fight crab. I think that game's out now. But um, yeah. that, was a, that was a fun one. Uh, it's got a Switch version in a box and the... Uh, the box art is absolutely incredible. <laughs> it's crabs fighting. I don't want to spoil it. Um, but yeah, it's very good. Uh, yeah. In terms of an idea for a game I'd love to play, I do Ooh. occasionally find myself writing down little things in my phone like I'm ever going to do anything with them. 
Um, I'm sure we've accidentally said some on this uh, podcast before. The uh, the thing I always think of, I want someone to build on the idea of. Did you ever play Magicka? It was a game where you were little uh, wizards little, running around, yeah. And they had this thing where you would have like ten different spells bound to the top of your keyboard. And by doing different ones at the same time, you'd create different effects. So it was like if you did fire and water, you'd do a steam attack and that kind of stuff. Now, I really like the idea of like mixing magic elements to do different things. I want someone to build more on that, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I don't know what that game is. I just want a new Guitar Hero. <laughs> a new idea. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, uh, every idea I have is usually what someone else has done, but I've just got a different way. I, I want it to be better. I want it to, to do this instead. Well, yeah. I have wanted for a while, which no one, there's bad versions of it out there but i i, I want like you know, a football manager just nailed the sports simulation no other sport is that really available like i would love like an actual like nfl like level uh football mm. manager game because that would be really good because you actually get to where you get to actually fully design plays and schemes and stuff like that that would be very that's the that's the real sports nerd side of me yeah mm-hmm. other than that I'd just like a good football game that doesn't uh prey on the gambling habits of our youth am i right boys um there we go um i oh no i don't know i've put uh yeah i was gonna say uh, am i emma today no but you are reading an email from <laughs> emma okay well for the, for the listeners, Cardi always marks a name on who's reading it. And it said Emma on there. So here yep. we go. This is from Emma Brewis. She says, hi, lads. Short time. Mystery first solved. time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're all doing well. My postman introduced me to the podcast and I've been slowly listening to all the old episodes ever since. <laughs> what? I can't remember How the last time I talked to the postman. <laughs> Is it like I, I don't I don't want to assume Emma lives in like a small town, but like a postman maybe. Do you, do you know your postman in a small my, town? That's it. Sounds my like, maybe, sounds maybe. like a name of a romantic, like an erotic novel. Do you know your postman in a small town? Yeah. No, mum. I know. Um, Bill. After you've said that, it sounds dodgy. But my mum knows her postman. Um, he's called Terry. He's nice. But yeah, I, I certainly don't know mine. I was no. uh, I was a postman, and I don't think I ever like struck up big conversations with anybody about. Were you anything. Emma's postman? Did you tell her no. to listen to the item? You can... I'm on this podcast. No, I'm before I was on a it. postman. <laughs> um, there we go. I do recall you talking about post people some time ago on the pod, which makes me wonder whether you've recruited them into spreading your word. <laughs> <laughs> Respect the postman. I feel like we're, we're one yeah, step yeah. away from that. Anyhow, I haven't had anything delivered for a while, so. <laughs> If for the reason you decide to read this feedback out, if you'd pass on a hello and thank you to my postman, I'd be very grateful. Emma's uh, hi to Emma's postman. <laughs> you have done more to spread this podcast to people than we have ever done. And we thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, Emma goes on to say, since it was on PS Plus, I gave Stray a go, a, a go this week and thought the whole game was cracking. The environments in particular were pretty cool and the design of the robots was right up my alley. Reminded me of the bots in Inscription. Mm. I played the game all in one sitting, which is quite unlike me, so a testament to how much I enjoyed it. I did find the latter half of the game very Wallace and Gromit Project Zoo, a game which may what? criminally have been passed you by, though IGN did give it a 6.7. Unforgivable. I've never Wallace heard of that game. Wallace and Gromit Project Zoo? <laughs> I know it, yeah. What I've is never it? heard of it. It's a, it's a game. It's a, yeah, game. It's a Wallace and Gromit game. I mean, game there's another game called Project Zoo, so that's really <laughs> thrown me off. It's uh, I don't know how you describe it. It's just that it's the sort of game you'd expect, like not quite a, a platformer, but that sort of... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're not like, building a zoo or anything. No, you're you're, go, you're going through like levels, collecting things, and like right, yeah, okay. 
In 2003, creeping behind moving cages hanging from the ceiling was frankly life-changing, but in 2022, maybe leaves a little to be desired. I love the design of the robot so much, I'd quite like one tattooed, which made me wonder if there's anything you guys like the design of from a game so much that you'd permanently put on your body. That's an absolute last-minute screeching change in <laughs> yeah. tone. I didn't know what, where we were going with that, so yeah. we're tattooing stuff. Yeah. Um, I get the words "do not pursue Lou Boo" on my back from uh, <laughs> Dynasty Warriors Three. That'll be good. Uh, good, good. I mean, good, good. I, for the record, I don't have any tattoos. You don't have any tattoos, do you? No, 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 no. no. Dale, you you have a few, so yeah. You don't actually have any game ones, though, do you? Uh, you're wrong. Oh, okay, you're wrong, sorry. kid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I uh, needed. Uh, no, it's a crap one, to be fair. But <laughs> I remember earlier on when I was talking about Street Fighter Four, I was obsessed with it for a mm-hmm. while. I have a quarter circle punch toad on my wrist. There. <laughs> it's not very good. It's not done very well. But yes, that was the idea at the time. I was obsessed. I'm trying to think like what. I'm trying to think why I'd just get the Overwatch symbol on my head. On your uh, head. On my forehead. Okay. You would look straight up like some weird neo-Nazi cultist. Oh, yeah, you don't want that. Yeah, you really don't want that, do you? Same with that. Oh, just get the Kratos face makeup tattooed. <laughs> you know, you don't have to go that extreme, right? It doesn't yeah, have to be I on your face. If I'm, if I'm doing it, I'm doing it. Okay. <laughs> get the beard and all. Yeah. Tattoo the beard. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just never got a tattoo for that reason. I don't think there's anything I truly love that much. <laughs> There's what like, a sad sentence. There's things I look like. <laughs> I love the Resident Evil series, but I don't think there's anything like graphic-wise or any cool imagery in those games yeah. that I would ever want tattooed. Like, it has to be a cool design as well. I feel like, like I'd want it to yeah. look good too, not just be a game I like. Yeah, I'd maybe get like I'd maybe do it more for a film. Maybe I'd get like big just a glass of milkshake with a straw. There will be blood just on my arm or something. Do it. But the straw goes all the way up to my mouth, up my oh, neck. <laughs> Back to the face. Drainage. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> someone's probably got something like that already, to be fair. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you've got any video game tattoos, uh, tell us. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. Um, I've got an email here from Marie Humphrey who says, Hey guys, taking inspiration from the incredible women's Euros victory on Sunday, which I was lucky enough to witness in person. I'm, I'm jealous. Do you know what? Jealous. Two mm. weeks before I looked at tickets, I'm like, oh, I could go and I didn't. And I kind of wish I would have been unbelievable. Yeah. I feel like you did that for the men's one as well. Yeah, they were like 100. I could have gone for like 200 quid, but like... I'm glad I didn't in the other I mean, it's like, worked out well. On that, like, the women's signals, like, some of them are only, like, 30 quid. So oh, they're shit. Actually, yeah. Um, anyway, Marie says... I didn't mind watching that. Anyway. After, <laughs> after taking inspiration from that, she decided to start playing football again after being ven- uh, invited to play five-a-side through my, her partner's friend. Cool. Unfortunately, it wasn't the debut I was hoping for. Oh. I managed to... I've, I've switched from third to first person so mm. many times <laughs> in this. I'm, I'm now... You've also <laughs> gone into your video production voice. Oh, no. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, it wasn't the debut I was hoping for. <laughs> Fortunately, it wasn't the debut I was hoping for. I managed to break my wrist, saving a rocket of a shot with my bare hand jesus <laughs> worth it worth it for the spectacular save but i'm now facing six weeks in a cast is Who that worth, not worth it it's not worth uh, it <laughs> alvaro Recoba, uh <laughs> adriano those are uh, yeah, uh, those power 99. yeah uh, 
Do you have any recommendations for video games that can be played with one hand? I have a PS5, Xbox Series X, Switch, but no PC. Anything to make this period of enforced laziness more enjoyable? Thank you, Marie. I feel like I've answered this roughly before the one-handed mm. gaming question, but my answer normally is a lot of like laptop games, so I'm yeah. sorry. Or phone um, games. What about if you've got hold hold down. Down. Hold down. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> the greatest. Uh, um, a lot of P-Cross on the phone as well if you want to tax your mm-hmm. mind. Peggle um, Blast on the iPhone as well. Yeah, oh, basically oh, games that don't rely on like timing or reaction. So like any car games like Slay the Spire, they're always good stuff like that. If you're into your... um, Yes, actually, Slay the Spy is a really good shout for Xbox. I think that's on Game Pass still, isn't it? It is, yeah. That's a banger. Um, what about... What's the other? Um, if like, you wanted, like... Oh, sorry. So I was going to say, like, games like The Quarry and, you know, mm-hmm. um, what, the Telltale games? You know, things mm-hmm. where you've only really got to hit one button most of the time? If you've got, uh, like, loads of time and you've got strategy mind, apparently those... Uh, the Stellaris and Crusader Kings ports mm. for Xbox are genuinely very good. And... Um, at least one of them is in Game Pass, and that will take all six weeks of your life away. I'm sure <laughs> if you get into one of those, I was going to say Power Wash, but I think you do need two for that. Yeah, you, you need yeah, that would be really annoying to play. <coughs> yeah. um, hmm, that's tough. Yeah. What about? Yeah, um, is there any Switch games that just use pure motion controls? Still, like the Wii. I mean, you could do Switch Sports uh, yeah. if you wanted to get back in the old tennis vibes. You can get Slay the Spire on Switch. <laughs> you know what? You know what they've got in the new Switch Sports? Football. <laughs> Enjoy the feeling <laughs> of the game that broke your wrist. Also, go. fair play. Putting a hand on one of those shots where you're just like, "This is really going to hurt me." That's why I was never a goalkeeper. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. I always wanted to be the goalkeeper, but I just didn't have. I, I want to do the one doing the shots. Also, <laughs> when you when it's like five or side stuff, you fist it instead. I'm, I'm not spraying it wide. I'm just you fist just, that ball. Just bang it away. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, on that note, <laughs> another idea UK <laughs> podcast is brought to a close. Um, God, we need more music for the end. Do we? Um, I think so. Oh, <laughs> can we play the mansion basement from Resident Evil? Do that. <laughs> yeah, go on then. Because that's like, the most non-musical bit of music we could possibly play. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fitting end to our podcast as well, I think. Yeah. All right. Have a lovely weekend slash week slash life. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.